Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. And we will make America great again. been accused of it in my life. Uh, nobody's ever accused me of pulling any weapon on them. Bruce knows that I would never do that. I, I never have. I've always thought I was, I've been pretty good with people and uh, I've basically spent a conflict-free life. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not a guy that ever got into fights on the street. You are fake news. Hello and welcome to the show. It's a great show, terrific show, tremendous show. Frankly, the best you can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen, flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Rebecca Blonde. Hi. Uh, The meme of us going guest-free, I think, is now a dead meme. It's shown up way too much to be funny anymore. <laughs> so we're going to keep going. We're going to keep trying to get our guests. I want to, I want people to know that we are trying to get them and it's just not working out. So um, we're trying, so we're trying, we're, we're, we're doing our best behind the scenes people. We swear, but the news stops for nobody. So we will keep going. And um, in the spirit of this week's big news, I'm going to mix a special drink tonight. I do have my, uh, my Coors Light as usual, but in the spirit of this news, Gonna mix it with OJ. We're gonna have a Coors Light and OJ. Oh, to that celib- is just disgusting. Wait, did you mean like literally mix them together? Yeah, I'm doing it right oh. now. Oh my god, I hate you. I hate have put you some vodka like in a, that. Have you ever mixed like a good wheat beer with um with orange juice? It's actually quite good. Now I've I never have. mixed back in my drinking days. Yeah, <laughs> I've never mixed Coors Light with orange juice, and. You know, it's not as good as a as a craft wheat beer, but hey, I'll take it. Anything to uh, acknowledge the newfound looseness of the juice. The juice is loose. This juice is loose. That juice is loose. We're going to talk about it tonight. O.J. Simpson <laughs> out on parole uh, or will be after his 2008 armed robbery charges uh, and conviction. He is set to be free in October after the parole hearing and the parole hearing was every bit as silly as uh, you would expect. You're squinting, is there? Oh, no, nothing. Proceed. <laughs> you're always, you're, you're giving me this look, making me think like something's going wrong or something. Oh, no, I did. I hate people in the live chat sometimes. Yeah, I know. That's all. It's, it's, yeah, all right. It's probably Boom Baby. Leave her alone, Boom Baby. Oh. Uh, what else this week? Sean Spicer is out as White House Press Secretary. I want to remember the spiciest moments. We will remember the spiciest moments from Sean Spicer. There was a police shooting in Minneapolis that doesn't necessarily fit the narrative of other high-profile police shootings, and it's caused, well, I think the shooting is notable, so we'll talk about the events that actually happened, and then some of the reaction to it. It's chaotic protest in much the same mold as we've seen previously, but I don't know. It's, it seems that their reasoning doesn't really fit. It seems like they're just hijacking something to make noise, but I guess that's usually what 
protesters often do. So maybe it's not that weird. <laughs> that's how they do. Good news of the week. The event, uh, the, the news that's actually worth celebrating instead of me celebrating OJ being free for some reason. The news that's actually worth celebrating is Yvette Falarka. Yvette Falarka arrested and charged with assault in California. You may remember her as the famous, uh, the famous lady who was shutting down Milo at Berkeley and going to the news and saying we need to be more violent. You remember her as the leader of this by any means necessary group or a leader in that group. Finally, a year later, after assaulting people in Sacramento in June of 2016, facing charges. We'll talk about that. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, I'm glad you sent this to me. YouTube creators for change back at it with the propaganda. They, they don't stop. Apparently, uh, this, they put out this video a few days ago called who are the creators for change or what is creators for change? And they kind of explain themselves. And, um, if the dislike bar is any <laughs> indicator, people didn't like the explanation. How many dislikes do they have? Find out I next. And don't they higher. ever learn? I guess not. But the thing is, there's big money behind this. So we'll talk about it as we have previously. It's, it's amazing to me that YouTube has these financial struggles, apparently with revenue streams associated with advertisers and the fact that it's not profitable to manage as much data as they do, that it's a loss for Google, but they still find money in the couch cushions to do these high production value propaganda pieces. Seems like immediate savings would be available right there, but. Right, and none of the YouTubers were really huge. Well, I guess Francesca's pretty big, but most of them Kinda. were like around 15 to 20,000 subscribers. Oh, yeah. I'm like, who is funding this? Yeah, and uh, last story, you sent me this this morning. I hadn't even seen it. Multiple illegal immigrants dead in a hot semi-trailer overnight in San Antonio. That is a crazy story. I couldn't believe what I was reading. So oh yeah, we'll yep. check that out. And we will, of course, take super chat questions and comments in between it all. It will be all this and more in your favorite hour listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for giving us a review on iTunes. Thank you for keeping us float, helping us upgrade stuff on Patreon. Thank you for emailing us. That is beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. There's more of the show on the audio platforms, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you find your podcasts. You can find us. I also want to give a shout out to listener Sean, who's always listening to the show. He messaged me beforehand and said, I can't catch it live tonight. I am having an anniversary dinner with my wife. So imagine that uh, someone with something better to do than watch this show live. I want to say happy anniversary to Sean, <laughs> his wife, and thank you for supporting the show. I regret my decisions. Uh, the other <laughs> housekeeping item I wanted to get to, I know you're going to be excited about this. It's that time of year for people like me who are interested in fantasy football. Ugh, so I, I don't put care. A, I put a link in. I'll be brief. I put a link in the description. Uh, if any of the listeners have interest in setting up a fantasy football league with me, either for money or just for fun. I've set that up, put your information in there. If there's enough people to form a league or two or however many, we'll get one going and then I'll separate them out if people want to play for free or play for money. Blonde, you're more than welcome to join and it is a great tool for talking shit. No. That is fantasy football's primary purpose. It is a reference point for talking shit with your friends. Wait, so, wait a second. It's just about shit talking? If that's the case, then then maybe I should reconsider. Well, like but I any, don't care at all. It's Do I have to watch any sports? No, you don't have to watch, no. Do I have to care about any sports? Well, the great thing about fantasy football, like a lot of games, is it is kind of equal parts skill and luck. So is it an advantage to, is it a theoretical advantage to know about football? 
theoretically, can you win on absolute blind luck and letting the, you know, letting the computer do everything for you? Yes. I mean, I want with no knowledge to beat everybody and then laugh in their face because I don't know anything about football. Absolutely possible. It's happened. happens all the time. Quarters don't even know how many there are. Never watched a football football game. Nope. No idea. So if, if uh, we'll, we'll see how the leagues shave up. And if you want to get in on it, uh, we can make that happen. (laughs) The last little item I have before we get into the major topics tonight. Last week we covered uh, this, the, the song by Stray from the Path. What was it called? Yeah, um, the yeah. a good night alt right, yeah. straight from the path. So yeah. have you have you seen Boston Antifa? Okay, so I so I actually tweeted about this last week. You didn't pick this story up from my tweet. You picked this up on uh, your own. I can't I can't recall where I found it. I just well, I, I saw the video it and because saved I it. saw it and I was like, is this for real? Is this Bonta, Boston Antifa account? Is this actual? Is this actually for real? And apparently, mm. it is a parody account. Yes. Um, and it's hilarious. I, yes. I had a good oh, yeah. time watching it. And with full acknowledgement that this is parody, because they've done weird videos before, like the same guy is dressed up as a chick and done these weird <laughs> gender, non-binary type videos. Uh, anyway, it's good parody, but he he covered Goodnight Alt-Right. It's Dustin 27 with Boston and Tifa. This is off of Stray from the Path's new album. Uh, they just released a new music video. Uh, this song is called Good Night Alt Right. You just got knocked the fuck out. The punishment like a fits the crime. So keep your hand held high and you'll find out why. That this raised fist ain't afraid to fly. It's 2017, but in a 40s trend. With a racist president that's making everything great again. It's parody, but it does emphasize how poorly written this is like how cringy the lyrics are in a different musical style but you know the screaming kind of masks how bad the writing is speech is free but it comes with a price and that line i didn't even hear it when we listened to it speech is free but it comes with a price yeah what is that and really it's mean? not free that doesn't make any sense this this uh this hoodie is gray but it's red no it's not it's gray it's not uh-huh. free, but it comes with a price. It doesn't make sense. Dumb. And if you're speaking out some bullshit, I'll give you some advice. What makes you think that this is okay? <laughs> what makes you think you're the superior race? What makes you think that this is all right? Good night. All right. If you preach hate, then expect hate. Nazi punks, fuck off. Till next time, be safe and fight back. Well done. Good parody. I give him. I'm surprised that, that I thought that that might be for real, but you can't, you can never tell with Antifa. I've seen so many real Antifa members where I'm like, wow, I cannot believe you exist. Right, I can't that, believe you exist. You're such a stereotype. That's the mark of good parody is the, is that it toes that line between exaggeration and yeah. believability. And he hardly exaggerates. I, I could find that believable if I didn't know the account previous to seeing it. Yep. Okay. Uh, are we good on super chat before we dive into OJ? Cause it's going to take a little bit. Um, no, we should catch up. Uh, Stan okay. just said, uh, we're, so we're leading with the cringe now. Yeah, I guess so. This show is just cringe. It's that's, that's all we do. Yeah. Um, $2 we just make ourselves, moving. we make our own cringe look good by putting <laughs> worse cringe 
to juxtapose. <laughs> yeah, it's just a yeah. show tactic. Yeah. Um, boom baby, two dollars. We all love blonde. She's the best. She's the best. Wrench me. You know, kissing my ass is not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Uh, it's gonna work better than his usual tactics. That's true. It yeah. Is. Um, a penache, two dollars. Said two bucks and or pay two bucks and all I got was this crappy comment. Uh, Avalok, uh, two dollars. Do you fear Patreon? Lauren was totally screwed. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty worried about it. As soon as I can, I'm gonna start diversifying on other. On other platforms, uh, what about yeah, you? Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> takeaway. Um, I, I was waiting to react to Lauren's banning because I thought there's got to be some reason here. That seemed, it can't just be the ideas. Did Lo you watch behold, her the, video? Yeah, and the email yeah. she shared makes it, I mean, they make up some excuse about how you could use this money to, or you plan to use this money to do activities that are likely to cause a loss of how life. How could they ever know what she's using her money for. Like we were talking about this the other know. day, but like, uh, you know, because of Laura Loomer's plastic surgery, but when we get money, when we're donating money, it just goes into our bank accounts. And so like the, the money that I spend on food, I, I don't differentiate between that and the money. It's just a big pool of money. So I, I don't know how they could ever know anything like that. All I know is, and I think you're right to diversify. Um, all I know is there is clearly an appetite for alternative media, and it is a demand that we try to fill here. And people that really enjoy it are happy to support it and want to support it, and we're very grateful for that. And that is a dynamic that Patreon can't control. They're they're capable of putting a hiccup and a dent, a temporary dent in Lauren Southern's bank account. Right. They do it to us too. But they will but, just detonate their own business plan. Yeah, I'd, and, and doing a, that would be incredibly stupid. Why an alternative they, why will rise. You know, so yeah, I've heard Patreon is actually up and coming. Hmm. Well, have you heard this before? Is that what it's called? Is it yeah. Patreon for 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 hate for people of hate? Yeah, but I haven't looked into it at all. Just okay. like five or six people have told me to look into that, and then you know, PayPal's a good alternative. But this is not a good long term. Like we have got, we've got, we're gonna have to get off of Patreon. I think. Well, I think it's more damaging for Patreon than it is for people like us. Like they can do a temporary damage to us, but now it's like you said, there's that. That little bit of uncertainty where as soon as there's a viable alternative, see a Patreon. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, we should keep keep moving on. But oh, thank you for the that. thought about that. Uh, Josh D. Marshall, five dollars. The O.J. Simpson loose the juice from Matt Christensen. Did you say that? Did I say loose the juice? I thought I said the juice is loose. Oh, I'm not maybe sure. I misspoke. I we'll go back and listen to it. Um, so we have Lucas. The juice Devlin. is loose. Giving us our normal $14.88. Thank you very much. Blonde, a woman who knew nothing about football, won $100,000 in a major fantasy football camp a few years ago just by mm. picking the players that she thought was the were the cutest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Give it a shot. Um, and then we have Squirrel Knight, 10 euro. Blonde, German lesson number three, Kunst. I don't know what that means, but it's probably something filthy. I don't care. It was clean last time. I think he's given you German words that sound dirty or look dirty just hoping that you might react or maybe it is dirty. I don't know. I don't, I'm not, know. I don't speak German. And then we've got Jay Fry, $2. The last one I'm kissing your ass for me, blonde, not for you. <laughs> now we're caught up. <laughs> okay. So the big news of the week, as I said, the juice is loose and I'm going to think extra hard about that every time I say it now. So I don't say it wrong <laughs> anyway. Uh, so OJ Simpson, everybody knows who OJ Simpson is. I don't want to go through all the facts, but you know, famously acquitted for the murder of his wife uh, his ex-wife and her friend in 95. I don't remember much about the trial. We would have been. Don't? I, we were glued to the TV. I, I was like seven though. You know, I, I just, I wasn't really was paying I? attention to it. I didn't. I remember my parents talking about it and stuff, but. You don't remember but, watching the Bronco chase and just. Not really. I don't think I paid attention to it that closely. 
Anyway, so this this what he's been in jail for in Nevada and what he has now been granted parole for has nothing to do with that as a technical matter. As a right. in reality, there's it's up for some some debate. But he's convicted in 2008 for this armed robbery involving two sports memorabilia dealers in a Las Vegas hotel room. And his original sentence, OJ's original sentence is 33 years, eligible for parole after nine, which is where we are now. So OJ and his group of men enter this Palace Station Hotel in Las Vegas, and they break into the room of this guy, Bruce Fromong. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Fromong? He's a sports memorabilia dealer, and allegedly... He has, or OJ claims that he has a whole bunch of OJ memorabilia that is OJ's and not Bruce's. So OJ goes there with his guys. They break into the room under the pretense of being a guy who's interested in buying a bunch of OJ memorabilia. One of OJ's guys points a gun uh, at at Bruce to get his stuff back. Um, Although he said he wasn't there for that. Yeah, OJ says he wasn't there for that. There's no allegation that OJ himself had a gun. Uh, nor was that a part of his conviction, but his his crew did, apparently. Anyway, uh, the sentence is kind of crazy. We were talking about it before going live, but a, a lot of people tend to believe this is sort of a reaction to him being acquitted for the murder charges in 95, that he got this lengthy prison sentence when nobody else in the party, there was one other guy, like his one of his helper guys um, also got jail time, but was later released uh, after his conviction was overturned on some technicality. Do and you know then, how much time he was supposed to get? He got out after his verdict or after the conviction was overturned because of time served. So I don't know how much uh, time he actually served. But so everybody OJ else, served more time than anybody else. Oh, yeah. And everybody else took plea deals and testified against OJ and, and got probation. Mm. And OJ is not even the guy with the weapon, but he goes to jail from 2008 until now. For, right. for going on nine years. It will be nine years when he gets out. So he's, he's eligible for eligible for parole. He goes before this parole board, these four people in uh, at the, at the state correctional facility in uh, Lovelock, Nevada. And they ask him about what he's learned. And they ask him about, you know, if he's going to be a liability before, if he, if he is granted parole and some of the answers he gives, as you heard in the intro are just, you've probably heard by now all over, he but was just really silly. And cocky and rude. I'm amazed. I'm amazed that they paroled him. He did apologize. He did apologize. I mean, we'll hear OJ's very sincere apology as part of the clips here. But the other, so there, there are some of the insane things he said, like, I've never been accused of of threatening someone with a weapon is the gist <laughs> of one thing he said. And then I've basically never led been a conflict-free. Yeah, which is quite the statement. You had yes. arguably the most famous trial in you know modern american history that was the most famous accusal of all time oh i know so, so there's so those quotes and then bruce test his the guy the one of the victims testifies in support of oj curiously he's wearing a heisman polo oj <laughs> is a former heisman trophy winner it seems like he's actually wearing oj memorabilia and then one of the Parole, uh, I forget what they're called. They're commissioners, the, the people who are going to make the decision about OJ's parole. He's got a Chiefs tie on, like this Kansas City Chiefs tie and proud, proud display. So there's all these weird, like, football, subtle football references going on, and people are laughing because I don't, I can't blame them. It'd be hard to take this 100% seriously given the media circus. Did you see that they, 
they open it by her, the the commissioner saying OJ is 90 years old. Did you see that part? No, I didn't. Check this out. (laughs) James Simpson? Uh, Correct. Um, We have you as male. And we have that you are currently, well, very recently turned 90 years old. 90. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) You look great for 90. (laughs) Okay, so then they ask him some questions, and this is where we get some of these sort of silly answers out of OJ. Simpson, you've lived most of your life in the public spotlight. Yet you go into a hotel room in Las Vegas, bring along four other men with you. Two of them are armed and robbed the two victims of property. What were you thinking? I'm no danger to pull a gun on anybody. <laughs> you know, I never have in my life. I've never been accused of it in my life. Uh, nobody's ever accused me of pulling any weapon on them. And Bruce. Oh yeah, my God. That, that's, that's the quote that's sitting a little. Now, that's not sitting well with a lot of people. In addition to the. Really? Why? <laughs> I've led a conflict free life coming up. He practically <laughs> severed her head. Yeah, I, uh, I I looked back into the history just a little bit to remind myself of what some of the evidence was. and, and um, It's horrific. So much evidence. I can't even believe it. But still. per Johnny Cochran, that glove did not fit. You must quit, blonde. It was very clear. How could someone murder someone with a glove that doesn't fit? How would that know, even be right? possible? It seems impossible to me. Yeah. Who knows that I would never do that? I, I never have. At the time, uh, we asked you what your plan would be if we were to grant you to your consecutive sentence. And you told us that you were going to complete commitment to change. Have you done that? I took two courses. And then he talks about these. He took um, alternative to violence courses and talks about how much he learned. This is uh, that I guess you guys don't give much credit to is called uh, alternative to violence. I think it's the most important course anybody in this prison can take because it teaches you how to deal with conflict through conversation. I've been asked many, many times here to mediate conflicts between individuals and groups. And I realize I don't doubt him, but I just I'm picturing like a prison fight where someone says, whoa, 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 get OJ in here to mediate. Let's if let OJ the cool Simpson is your prevail. mediator, you got problems. Yeah. You got bigger Which, problems than that, probably. Yeah, some real crazies at the uh, at this Nevada correctional facility, this Nevada men's prison in Lovelock. Realized in my nine years here that I was a good guy on the street, but I could have been a better Christian, and my commitment to change it was to be a better Christian. Now you have completed victim empathy, alternative to violence, both basic and advanced, and computer application. I'd like you to tell us a little bit more about victim empathy and alternative to violence, and how it will benefit you in the future. I've always thought I was, I've been pretty good with people, and uh, I've basically spent a conflict-free life. <laughs> you know, I. He, it's like he can't believe him. You hear him hesitate when he's speaking. Like he, he knows I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. No, he believes his own BS. Yesterday, my boyfriend asked me, do you think that he knows that he killed Nicole? I was like, yes, of course. But that just shows that like he's he's obviously delusional, like very delusional and narcissistic. That's always been the... I I don't know enough about OJ to say, and obviously it's not somebody I know personally, not something I've paid attention to much, but that's always been the uh, popular psychological uh, diagnosis of OJ is that he has uh, this very charismatic kind of charming side of him, which we sort of see here. Um, Well, he's a sociopath. And uh, yeah. And then apparently he has this super dark side, which uh, apparently was on display in, in 90, 94. So 
I don't know. It, it is hard for me to read. Does he believe what he's saying or is he just doing an acting job? It's hard for me to tell. I'm not a guy that had ever gotten to fights on the street and uh, with the public and everybody. More so from, I think, my, my, my commitment to being a better Christian because uh, I thought I was a good guy. Uh, I had uh, some problems with uh, fidelity. <laughs> Problems with fidelity. Problems with fidelity. <laughs> well, we solved those problems once and for all, right, OJ? Yeah, really. They are not a problem <laughs> in my life, but I've, I've always been a guy that pretty much got along with everybody. Well, all I want to do is spend time with my, as much time as I can with my uh, children and my friends. I wish this would have never happened. I, I apologize to him at my sentencing. And I am sorry that things turned out the way they they did. I uh, had no intent to commit a crime. I'm sorry it happened. I'm sorry to Nevada. You know, nine years away from your family is just, just not worth it. And and I, I, I'm sorry. It's time to. Okay, so here's this Bruce Fromong guy. This is this is the guy that was allegedly uh, held up at gunpoint by OJ and his guys. And he says OJ's a great guy. I've, I'll zoom in on it in a bit, or I have it set up to zoom in in a bit. But that Heisman patch on his left <laughs> chest there on that polo. It's just it's very weird under the circumstances. Yeah. I don't, where do you buy that? I don't. I, know. I'm serious. I think it's OJ's. I do think it's OJ's shirt. Prove me wrong. Give him a second chance. It's time for him a to go home to his family. Yes, yeah, yeah. Or third. Yeah. Depending on what you believe. Yeah. This is a good man. He made a mistake. And if he called me tomorrow and said, Bruce, I'm getting out. Will you pick me up? Juice, I'll be here tomorrow for you. See, so there's the there's a little Heisman patch. I mean that, buddy. Do you realize that if you... <laughs> it's here's look at this guy's granted tie. parole, you could Let's be returned to prison tie. for any violation or conditions of parole. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. And I, I, I didn't have time. I was going to put it in, but these commissioners on this guy's Facebook account all took a selfie together before the hearing, too. This is so bizarre. Oh, Did OJ, somebody incentivize them? You think? I don't know. It just it struck me as pretty unprofessional, but. Again, you know, it is a, it, it's a very bizarre circumstance, so I guess I shouldn't get too judgy. Yeah. But, uh, the thing about OJ, well, I guess I'll, I'll play this out here because they all vote. All right. to, My vote is to grant, to grant your parole effective when eligible. And I concur with Commissioner Corda and grant parole. I concur with Commissioner uh, Corda and agree to grant parole. Mr. Simpson, I do vote to grant parole when eligible, and that will conclude this hearing. Thank you. So again, October first oh, is apparently when he's supposed to be out. The thing about OJ, if he did it, if he didn't, he went through a trial for double murder and was acquitted. I mean, that doesn't happen to a lot of people. That's a fairly uncommon experience. You'd think, you know, I'm just going to play it safe for the rest of my life. If any of my friends are like, hey, some guy has your memorabilia. Let's go break into this hotel room and get it back at gunpoint. There, I was I'd reading like, quotes from no. OJ at the time where he said, well, what are they going to do? Are they going to put me in jail for stealing my own shit back? Yeah. If it's at gunpoint and it's threatening and you're breaking into other people's property to do it, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. Uh, it's kind of the same experience the same way I look at Jared Fogle, uh, where it's like, dude, you 
are going to be basically a millionaire for the rest of your life just for doing really dumb subway commercials. All you have to do is not touch kids. Just <laughs> don't touch kids and you're going to be set. Your children will be set. Your wife will be set. But he still has to do it. OJ, just you're, you're a, well, you were rich at one point. You got through a murder trial and were acquitted. Just hang out and play video games or something. Go yeah. golfing. I don't get it. But and wasn't he making a lot of money from um, signing autographs? Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe there's because that's what was stolen is a bunch of this memorabilia stuff. Yeah. Or allegedly stolen from him. And that was the nature of this whole dispute. So maybe there was a bunch of money in it. And that's why maybe he really needed the money and wanted to sell it himself. I have no idea. But I, I would I want to know why. I just don't get the why. Is it really <clears throat> that important? Anyway, that's uh, that's all I got on OJ. He's we'll see what happens when he gets out. He says he wants to move to Florida, I think, and live with a friend of his. So, hmm. yeah, he might hang out in Florida. Mm, we should catch up on Super Chat before we talk okay. about Sean Spicer. Um, Kalano gave us ten dollars. Thank you very much. Your reach goes all the way to Sydney, Australia. Oh, ah. excuse me. Keep going until you've consumed the whole world. Thank you very much. Great work. <laughs> Thank you. I hope to get to Australia someday. Would love to go. Yeah, I'm going in January to hang out with Sugar Tits and Roaming Millennial. It's going to be awesome. You guys in your exclusive vacation. Yeah, screw you. You can't come. Chase I know. Only. I wasn't invited. <laughs> Matt Webb, uh, $5. Thank you very much. If the first rule of fantasy football is knowing absolutely nothing about the NFL, I've got this. <laughs> well, it, you can win. You can win on blind luck. Absolutely. Uh, Rafael Salvador gave us $5 and said, gas the juice. <laughs> Oh, boy. Jeez, oh, why do I have to read these? They're terrible. Uh, Scott Malabi, $5. My weekly tip into the hat, make the monkey dance. <laughs> Thank you. Are we supposed to dance? You want to dance? I'm not dancing I'll for any of you. I don't know. This will be Did you see on Twitter the, the gif of you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, I, I, it was top Yeah, hat. well, I was asked to flex, you know, so... So I did it. Um, yeah, so Go I did Army it. 73. Uh, $5. My favorite part of the OJ meme is the chopper pilot who filmed the Bronco chase is now a tranny that assaulted Ben Shapiro on TV. Oh, yeah. No way. It was. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? Um, I have to look that up. That's true. Why, that there's is true. so many, yeah. all the celebrity connections and stuff, because obviously the Kardashians Weird, are, right? are very connected to this. Um, I had no idea that that person was the, what, the chopper pilot? He was wow. a journalist, yeah. L.A. is a small world. Or wait, not the chopper pilot. Or I, or I think he was a journalist filming from the chopper, but some, something of that I nature. have to look it up. Was that actually an assault, too? I can't remember. I remember him saying to Shapiro um, <laughs> that you keep talking like this, you're going to be... He threatened him. Carried threatened out him. in a yeah. body bag or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And I remember like, well, well, that's not appropriate for a political discussion. I remember Ben's kind of... <laughs> Chirpy response, but did he actually lay his hands on him? I can't remember. I need to go back and look at that too. I don't think so. Hmm. Um, we have squirrel night, 10 euro Kuntz means art anyway. Uh, Matt German lesson number one. And then it's a totally crazy long word that I'm not even going to try. Sorry, man. You have to try. Sorry. You got to try. Go for it. It is like 70 letters. Uh, really? Yeah. It Super looks califragilistic like expialidocious style in German. Yeah. Okay. Rin fly. Shy teak eight ear room uber wash um there you go the gazard geared yeah something nine uh then we have yoda economics this is the last one five dollars thank you very much 
My dad, oh, actually, a few more. Uh, my dad was involved in the OJ case when he was on the LAPD. OJ stopped mm. taking his arthritis med- medication. That's why the glove didn't fit. I've heard that before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also heard that they, the glove was like frozen and thawed several times to preserve it because let, 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 you got to remember too. He spreads his fingers out too. Yeah. And I mean, it's not just the glove. The fact is that there was a glove found at the scene of the murder and then the other one found at OJ's house. OJ. It's not just the glove. It's the fact that right. the, the other, the, the partner glove was directly connected to OJ too. Yeah. That's so. I don't know. Um, to me, him being acquitted is just, it's a whole bunch of legal technicalities I don't really understand. To a layman, it seems fairly obvious that uh, he, he did it. <laughs> yeah. He never was, even had a good alibi. Evidence. I know. He's, what did he tell his limo driver? He's like, I was overslept and then took a shower. Yeah. It's like, you're not, you're just saying that you were inside your house. Yeah. Um, dangerous spaces, $5. I thought the first rule of fantasy football was not talking about fantasy football. Or am I thinking of something else? I believe that's Fight Club. Thank <laughs> that's you for the one donation. movie reference I do actually get, though <laughs> I will admit, never seen Fight Club. Uh, so everyone will rage me for not seeing it's that. Not so I'll watch it. I'll check it out. Hey, you know what? I did start watching this week finally. I watched almost the entire full, uh, for, first full season of uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, so nice. I'm, I'm seeing what everybody's all. Isn't that on right now, too? That's when. That's yeah. what everyone's watching right now. So <laughs> find, someday soon, I'll get your Game of Thrones references too. Nice. Uh, my sister the other day was like, you shouldn't watch that. That show's bad for your soul. And I was like, that's true. There's a little too much. I mean, to me, the Violence first season. And pornography. Yeah, it's it's beheadings and, and weird sex. Um, it, it, it's better than that. There's compelling elements of it. But uh, to me, there's clearly gratuitous parts of it too. And I'm told that gets toned down as the show goes on. No, no, it doesn't. Uh, then, then we got Jay Fry, $2. <laughs> Driven home in an ambulance. I'm not super sure what he's referring to. Uh, Sorry, Jay Fry. I don't know if he's referring to something in the OJ case or what. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Yoda Economics, $2. Zoe Tur is her name. She oh, yeah, also yeah. filmed Reginald Denny. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Zoe, Zoe Tur. Zoe Tur. Uh, Dave S two dollars. OJ does it because he's a narcissist, Matt. That is true. And last one is oh shoot, uh, Huvian Roxas. Roxas. Um, oh, yeah. Five dollars. Thank, thank you very much. You guys don't need these ghosters. You two are great on your own. Cheers from Texas. Thank you so much. Nah. Uh, well, in any case, no. We, we're just having trouble making schedules line up with some people. But uh, yeah, no but, ghosters. Uh, yeah. So so. Rest assured, I got uh, I got some people I want to ask for this next upcoming week as well. So, don't worry, we got we got people. Uh, I don't know. I'll speak Trumpian. We have the best guests, great guests, tremendous guests. Just stay tuned. <laughs> There's <laughs> a big line of people to get on this show. I assure you. <laughs> yeah, they're lining about the door. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So speaking of um of the president and um and well, I guess just I don't know that that was a that was a botched transition there. Speaking of Donald Trump. Uh, Sean Spicer, our guy, Sean Spicer, White House press secretary, he decided to, uh, resign on Friday and the reports as to why he did this, according to insiders. And, uh, I don't know, according to anonymous sources cited by the New York times, which I hate to say as a source for anything, I always <laughs> read that with a grain of salt, but this is apparently what happened. Uh, Trump decides he's going to hire this Anthony Scaramucci guy, who you may remember as the center figure of the CNN fake news, where they connected him to the Kremlin bank. 
And then they had to retract that and a bunch of people got fired. That was Anthony Scaramucci. Mm-hmm. And he is this guy who runs this Skybridge Capital investment firm in New York City. And he's a Fox mm-hmm. News contributor and a big time Trump defender guy. So Trump brings him in, wants to hire him as new communications director. Apparently, Sean Spicer doesn't like that and tries to advise him against it. He thinks it's going to the New York Times said that Spicer expressed belief that hiring Scaramucci would add to the confusion and uncertainty within the White House to people with direct knowledge said. So Spicer doesn't mm. like Scaramucci. He bails. It's, it should be noted Scaramucci, according to the Times, has, con- has conflicts with, uh, with rights previous, although they say they're friends. Uh, who do you believe? You believe Scaramucci or the New York Times? Take your pick. Uh, it's also known that Bannon doesn't like him, opposed this. And he is well-liked by Ivanka and Jared Kushner. So mm, That makes me trust him less. Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting. A lot of people read into those internal politics because there are kind of different factions within the White House inner circle. And this is evidence of nothing, but I don't like his head shape. It's so square, and he looks like a Anthony mobster. Scaramucci? I don't have <laughs> yeah. an article. I don't have an image of him ready to go. He does have that mob look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess I I didn't take issue with his head shape. It didn't bother <laughs> it's me. It's so square. Okay. I, th- I think I figured you would have liked a square jawline. I figured that. No, would be but like a... he just looks like he should have been on The Soprano. He looks like a like a Jersey guy. Yeah. Well, his name is Anthony Scaramucci. I mean, I'm I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just <laughs> he just looks a little mobbish, you know. Yeah. Maybe th- maybe that's what what Trump needs. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, the internal politics are, are getting kind of interesting here. Um, you know, if you're if your team if your team Bannon. If you're this is you probably look at this as maybe a loss, depending on if you believe there are competing allegiances here. If you're more of the like establishment, uh, Jared Kushner, Ivanka team, maybe you like this. I don't know. Who's on that team? I'd like to know. I don't know. Ivanka drives me nuts, so I just don't pay attention. She drives me nuts, too. I used to really like her, but man, I just I just can't anymore. Too many tweets about the wage gap. I was like, I know. All and right. then the internet gender bias. That's when I was like, sorry, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're dead to me. What you sent me a hilarious message. It's like, I don't even care how rocking her boobs are. I'm done. I didn't with her. say that. I didn't. I, th- I think, I think I said something like her stone cold foxiness is insufficient <laughs> to justify this. I probably uh, you, said you, something about the yeah, rock you blondified boobs. my quote. I wouldn't say rockin' boobs. That's weird. That, that sounds like something that you would not say. And that I definitely would say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, so I I wanted to. There's been uh, montages of this going all, around all over, but I do want to remember some of the spiciest moments, some of Sean Spicer's spiciest moments. So let's get right into it. I will and now the spiciest of Sean Spicer. Agro proceedings were intentionally framed in a way in one particular tweet to minimize the enormous support that had gathered on the National Mall. Remember how controversial that was right away, this whole yeah. fight about how big the crowd was and that it was the most viewed ever. And they were talking about, was he, was he talking about internet or was he talking about just the people there? It dominated the news cycle for at least three days. Yeah. And it was looking back on it. It's, it was um, prophetic about what was to come, you know, just the fierceness at the media and picking fights arguably about things that don't matter. But okay. it's clear they wanted to come out punching against the media, you know? John Roberts always helping with the fashion channel. It's still upside down. The upside down flag. Hold on. 
you, you it seems like you're hellbent on trying to make sure that whatever image you want to tell about this White House stays because at the end of the day, let me answer. I am, I am okay, but you know what? You're asking me a question and I'm going to answer it, which is the president. I'm sorry. Please stop shaking your head again. But at some point, the reality. Remember he was accused of like being a racist and a misogynist for this? I don't remember the racist thing, but I remember yeah, him being, it, it, being a misogynist for it. He's talking to April Ryan, who works for some radio network, um, who is a strong black woman who should never be questioned publicly about anything. I mean, it was a, it was a stern exchange between the two of them. But everybody How important rips. is your race when you're on the radio? I don't know. I mean, it's important when Sean Spicer... Uh, challenges you because that's indicative of racism and sexism in the White House. I remember this exchange was just this big deal, and it was like, eh. So they got eh, kind of stern with each other. I know a big other. nothing. Yeah, it's it is interesting to look back at these scandals or these controversies and think, oh, remember when? Remember that when that was a, a big deal for like a week, and then nobody and cared. And it's, it's hard to. Re- I can't even access some of these things. I'm like, oh yeah, but yeah. that week it was everything that everybody was talking about. Yeah, it kind of goes to show and it helps me keep perspective in framing my attitude about these weekly scandals that keep popping up. Yeah. And why we sh- generally shouldn't care about them. <laughs> the reality is that this president continues to reach out to individuals who've supported him. You look, we didn't use. These were the worst. Remember when he said that Hitler didn't use chemical weapons? Uh, and then he called But the- it was a talking point because I heard, um, oh, who was it? Uh, I heard somebody else in the administration repeat this. Hmm. So I, I had pity for him on this one because I think it was a talking point that was predetermined. Hmm. Well, and then he calls, he gets in an uncomfortable position, which of course you would be if you made that gaffe and then are challenged on it. But then he calls concentration camps, Holocaust centers. Ah, it's just, no. <laughs> make, yeah. It's just, it's just weird. It's Chemical weird. weapons in world war two. You know, you had a, someone as despicable as Hitler who didn't even sink to the to the to using chemical weapons and they he brought him into the to um, to the Holocaust Center I understand that but I'm saying in the way that Assad used them where he went into towns dropped him down to innocent into the middle of towns it was brought so the use of it I appreciate the clarification there now remember how of course that is a gap I I laugh at this just because it's funny not because I think Sean Spice is a terrible person for saying it but do you remember at the time the exaggeration here was that he was anti-semitic and that he was dismissing the holocaust and they tried to twist it into some kind of holocaust denial almost no I think they were just justifying their misguided actions against Assad that I never thought like he was actually anti-semitic yeah but people the the media overreach and the 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 critics I mean holocaust center that is a terrible gap that's it's terrible. it's a memorable quote yeah it's a good one it's uh but i will we're almost finished up here with the clips but uh someone well as someone who has to speak on a microphone for a lengthy period of time and you as well i feel for him right yeah you know? and and i and we don't have anywhere near the heat that he does so right right uh i i would not want that job i wouldn't want to defend anybody uh, no matter Worst what job in the world, I'd rather yeah. be a janitor. I'd rather clean toilets than do this job. Honestly. Yeah. So uh, tough spot, tough spot. I wouldn't, I would not want to have to defend every kind of whim statement that Trump makes. Cause we know he right. makes a lot of statements just off the cuff. Yeah. And the last thing he says is really interesting to me too. Cause remember he, he chimed in on the Kofifi debacle. That was not the intent. Uh, <laughs> I think I got this, but thank you. Uh, maybe. 
Rob right, Gronkowski. I'll see him that. Interrupting. That was pretty cool. The president posted somewhat of an incoherent tweet last night, and that it then stayed up for hours. Uh, no. Why did it stay up so long? After, is, is no one watching this? No, I, I think the the uh, the president and a small group of people know exactly what he meant. I still wonder to this day, was he sincere or trolling? Because if it was he trolling, was, it's... No, he was just trying to cover their ass. I mean, it was obvious it, it was accidental. Like, in these situations, you just have to be like, uh, whoops, we didn't realize that this was up for so long. Sorry about that. That would have gone over better. But then they would have attacked him for that, too, and been like, you don't even know what you're saying. Yeah, but a small group of people know exactly what Kofifi meant. That's <laughs> idiotic. Can't you just let an old man sit on his phone and accidentally tweet something? Yeah. I, told, I said it before and I said it again. Donald Trump's tweets are like if my dad got a hold of, you know, somebody's Twitter account. It's exactly yeah. what would happen. Yeah. Any, any story, you see that pop up. Uh, there's so many, quote unquote, journalism sources that I see producing stories about tweets on a regular basis. They might be the president's. They might be some celebrity Twitter scandal. But the whole body of the story, the basis of the story, the primary evidence, the primary piece of the story is just yeah. tweets. Tweets are fine to like get an idea if someone wants to express an idea or they're kind of supplementary pieces. But if, if your story is about tweets, that's not a story. Agreed. Agreed. I don't know. I, I still, I, I've got great pity for him because it, it's just the worst job. It's just yeah. some of the stuff Trump says. I love the guy, but it's, some of it's just idiotic and, and indefensible. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't want to defend... I wouldn't want to defend him no matter what. That would be yeah. that would be terrible. Um, I also I wasn't able to cut it up, but remember he was berated at that Apple store by that crazy lady too. Who I forgot ran into, about that. Yeah. When was that? It, it was like I want to say March, maybe. It was like early spring. Gosh, that wasn't that long ago. The news cycle yeah. turns over so fast. It, she she runs into him in the Apple store. Hey Sean, hey Sean, hey Sean. How, how do you feel about helping to ruin America? Hey Sean, how do you feel about? Being yeah. this and being that, and what can what can you tell me about Russia? And he just stands there and gives the the company line, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to to making America great again, or whatever he said. Yeah. You know, we have a great country. Um, no, he said, and I remember too. The scandal was he said we have a great com- country where people like you are able to do this or something like that. By which he meant like you're you have a First Amendment protection to be a total jackass. Yeah, and then it was yeah. twisted into racism and sexism because he was dismissing her on account of. That's idiotic. I don't know. Maybe we should be more sympathetic to Spicer because he's been really, really loyal to Trump and all the stupid stuff that Trump has said. And then Scaramucci gets in and and he said some really bad things about Trump, like ruining the country, you know, in no uncertain terms. Scaramucci has said historically some like some very bad things about Trump. I was just I didn't know. I was just reading about him earlier today and I was reading that he's this big Trump loyalist. But I I mean, now he is. But like. But but, you know, I know I, I saw a clip on of him on Fox News saying that like Trump's I think he said Trump's going to ruin the country. Some so many of the effects hmm. don't take my words for that. But, you know, check out the clip. Yeah. Um, but Sean Spicer has been really loyal, like very, very loyal. And so he sees this guy come in, this douche come in, this square headed Jersey douche come in and, you know, say all these things about Trump and then get get an awesome job. I mean, maybe he's he's a little jelly. Well, Maybe. I hope I hope Spicer gets a few days at the pool with some nice drinks or something, because uh, <laughs> regardless of your opinion of the guy, I think we could all agree he's probably earned that. I, and I have seen plenty of people 
all the comments on social media. I hope Sean Spicer's next job is occupying a casket, you know, things like that. Like, I, Why I, do people hate him so much? He's uh, so Someone's got to do the job. Someone has to do the job. So <laughs> why hate him for that? All things considered, oh, I don't know if I could have done better, and I don't want to try. I definitely couldn't have. As somebody who has thousands of hours logged, on YouTube and in audio platforms, I can tell you that it is almost impossible not to say something stupid and indefensible. Yeah. It's just, it, it just must be terrible. It'll show up on Twitter right after this. If I indeed <laughs> did say the loose is juice, I'll be gift and I'll be reminded of that, but at least mm -hmm. only a small group of people will see it instead of the entire country. That's true. Okay. Let's this Minneapolis police shooting is a let's catch up on interesting issue. So let's, yeah, let's catch up there first. Uh, boom baby two dollars chat must be broken i'm stuck in perpetual timeout i actually am not timing out boom baby huh i've done it before but today i, I haven't i, I don't know that there's a like a limit on how many you can post in a certain amount of time either i don't think i've set that up so we'll have to check it out sorry and sincere then, uh, apology to boom baby uh yeah but i don't care about you um <laughs> Squirrel Knight, 10 euro. Oh, come on. That word was not for you, blonde. It was for Matt. Send it to him or something. You guys can't. Don't make me do stuff. It's already hard enough to just manage. the. No, I'm not going to send Matt do, stuff. And do make her do stuff. We're, we, no, not, we are for sale. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was for Matt. Send it. On a side note, I would never make you say a filthy word. Now, would I insert Dr. Evil pinky grin here? Okay. Uh, every time I say a word in a language that I don't understand, the potential for disaster is great. I'm just pointing sure. out that obvious, that obvious. Okay. Black magic, $2. Spicer is right. I don't trust this guy It's because of his head shape. Yoda Economics, $2. I'm going to miss the Melissa McCarthy skits on SNL. I got to say, hmm. I thought that her impression was really funny. <laughs> I actually haven't watched them in detail. I got so turned off to SNL, even though at first I thought the Trump impression was kind of decent when it first came out. It was yeah. just so overdone. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I didn't. I've only watched it like one time, but I her Enough. general appearance, I thought was really funny. Um, yeah, yeah. Frank Underwood has given us 100 kroners. So I think that's like... Eleven dollars. I'm not Thank really you. sure. Uh, the Patreon thing made me donate to Lauren Southern. Good, good, good. Um, you can too at patreonsucks.com. By the way, yeah, do you and Blonde have legs, or are you both amputees? <laughs> I actually don't. Um, it's I don't even have a pelvis. I'm just sitting like right on the end yeah, of my hovering. torso. I, I have nothing done. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Starscream fifteen forty five dollars. Thank you very much for that. What do you think about Sessions expanding asset forfeiture laws? Cops can now permanently confiscate your property without trial or conviction. What? Yeah, I don't know too much about this, but apparently there is this concept of this asset forfeiture, which he's talking about, which Sessions is apparently all for or is seeking to expand. Again, don't quote me on this because I'm not I haven't looked into the issue fully. Maybe um, we should I drop this in for the Wednesday show. Sure. Um, and I think I've, I can't remember if Sticks did a video on this or I've seen him tweeting about it. Uh, I know he knows more on this than we do probably, but the general concept is exactly what uh, what was described there. So as I understand it, it's this concept that you can have your assets seized, your property seized without even a charge, let alone a conviction. That seems insane. I didn't hear anything about this. Yeah. So, um, and I've when did heard, this happen? I've only been out of I've only been in San Diego. It's within like the last week or two's news cycle. And I, I've, I, on Shapiro's show, he just calls that it flat out unconstitutional. It sounds unconstitutional to me, but I don't know. I don't know enough about it to. Well, I'll have to, to hear what in. Ben Shapiro says about it since now I love Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Duh. You're coming around. 
Um, and then last one, we have Psychotic Cognition 100. Did you see Sam Harris get wrecked by Scott Adams on his own podcast? No. Oh, I got to listen to that. Uh, I definitely want to hear that. That's actually really good. I, 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 love I was Scott unaware Adams. that Scott Adams went on because Scott Adams has been one of the calmer, more rational, if not Trump advocates. Um, I don't want to mischaracterize him because I, I forget if he's, if not Trump advocates, just sort of understander of what Trump is and why people support him. Scott Adams and he has was been a really so good voice. so early in his predictions about the election. He was yeah. like even earlier than I was. Yeah. Humble brag. We're caught up. All right, cool. So this Minneapolis police shooting, this is a very weird story uh, in terms of just the, the fact pattern, in terms of the reaction to it. Uh, I don't know what to make of this. So we'll, we'll go through it and, and f- try to sort it out. But it, there's just so much nonsense. I don't know that we're going to reach anything sensible or conclusive. Anyway, in Minneapolis, there is this Justine Damon, uh, who is a native Australian woman or was a native Australian woman. She moved to Minneapolis to be with her fiance. And this whole, this event, this police shooting took place last Saturday night, late at night, just before midnight. So about a week ago. Timeline of events are at 1127, Damon calls 911. She says she hears sounds of distress from a girl or woman behind her house and tells dispatch she thinks it might be rape or some kind of assault or sexual assault. 11.35, so eight minutes past, police still aren't there. Damon calls 911 again to ask why officers haven't arrived yet and gives dispatch the address again. Six minutes later, 11.41, offers uh, officers Matthew Harity and Muhammad Noor uh, and this Muhammad Noor is at the center of this story here, arrive, they arrive at the scene, they drive south down the alley toward Damon's house. Uh, Harity is driving. Muhammad Noor is in the passenger seat. Harity, uh, or they're both startled by some sort of loud noise near the car. And about that same point in time, Damon, the lady who had called the cops, approaches the car from the driver's side. And Noor, Muhammad Noor, fires his gun. So if I'm driving the car and Muhammad Noor is sitting right beside me, fires his gun past me and into the abdomen of of, um, Justine Diamond. So then 11.42, a minute later, there's a radio report of a person down. They start CPR. Nine minutes later, 11.51, Damon is pronounced dead at the scene, shot once in the abdomen. Excuse me. That uh, Coors and OJ's. It's not agreeing oh, with God. Right now. That makes me want to vomit. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about police protocol, but I just cannot imagine that it is in line with any police protocol to shoot over your colleague in that instance. It seems crazy, especially that in the confines of a car. That seems insane to me. Yeah. If I lean forward even a little bit, or if there's any sort of unexpected action, the I, I would like to know. I mean, presumably, when there's some sort of analysis, maybe you could figure out approximately what distance did the bullet pass from this Matthew Harity, the driving officer, into her abdomen. Because you're, it, I would assume it's a matter of inches that yeah. this bullet is is away from him, away from your partner. So this, of course, is um, this is going to cause controversy. Remember, we're only a, like a month removed from the Philando Castile um, uh, uh, acquittal of the the officer involved and that whole controversy. So the mayor of Minneapolis is Betsy Hodges and Betsy Hodges for, and the city council, apparently and some, some form of agreement on this, uh, they force out the police chief, Janae Harto and Hodges nominates assistant chief, uh, Medaria Arredondo 
who is a 20-year vet of the Minneapolis police force, and he is a black man. Okay, Harto, um, it, Harto is had been on the force. The former police chief had been on the force uh, for four and a half years. She was the first woman and openly gay person to hold the job. Now, if you're kind of sensing a little bit of like identity politics mixing into maybe some decisions within the city or the police force, that is sort of what's speculated. What's speculated. Uh, So we'll get into that in a minute. One of the more notable things about the fact pattern here is on Friday, I think it's Friday night or at some point on Friday, Hodges hosts, so the mayor, she hosts a press conference at city hall to announce the switch that the old uh, police chief is out and the new police chief is going to be in, although that's, uh, that that's not final. That still has to go through city council approval and some other hoops and whatever. But this is her nominee to be police chief is this, this vet, uh, of the force who is currently assistant chief. And, um, her, <laughs> her, uh, her press conference didn't go very well. Her press conference no, indeed. kind of got a little chaotic. So let's check out what that looked like. He has so-, so here she is describing the new chief to be or her nominee for the chief. And that's when things get interrupted. Served as a school resource officer and a north side beat officer. He has also internal affairs and property crime investigations experience. We're asking for your prompt resignation. We don't want you as our mayor of Minneapolis anymore. We're asking that you take your staff with you. We don't want you to appoint anybody anymore. Your leadership has been very ineffective, and if you don't remove yourself, we're going to put somebody in place to remove you. We do not want you as the mayor of Minneapolis ever again. You don't have that authority. Right, yeah. Like, oh, well. We're going to put somebody in place to remove you. Like, when when is this vigilant? Sorry, proceed. I I thought we believed in uh, democratic systems. I know. That's a threat. Yeah, it's, uh, it's quite a bold statement. You're exactly right. We are, we, we, this group here, which is, to be clear, it's a small group. It's not a ton of people, maybe a few dozen, most. We'll see them as they, spoiler alert, uh, overtake the podium. (laughs) Your police department has terrorized us enough. Your press conference is ineffective because you won't let the people win. And you didn't want to hear us, so you hear me now. I hear and understand. I hear and understand your objections and the work that we've done. And I'm happy to sit down. Not the the mayor. She she was. I mean, all she kept saying over and over was, "I hear and understand." Like yeah. I, you can tell that she's just oh, totally overwhelmed. She doesn't know what to do. And concedes everything, um, including the podium itself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk with people about the future of policing in Minneapolis. This is a tough time for the community. This is a tough time around the world They're chanting "Bye bye Betsy" if you're having trouble hearing them. Bye bye Betsy Hodges. It has now become the people's press conference. We've had enough here. This is our house. Pay attention to baseball cap guy here. He's a real badass, as you'll see. Right. Ooh, oh man! What the People's Press man. Conference with the people's finger to those viewing. <sighs> okay. We understand that Chief Arredondo looks like us, right? But we understand that he's not one of us. That 
that he works for a police department that has a history of brutalizing us and that we're not buying this, that this won't work. What we want is we don't want him to change clothes. We want him to change the institution. No. Okay, so what he's saying is that this replacement police chief is not sufficient because he's a cop who's been in the system for X amount of years. I mean, this is less racially motivated than previous press conferences where we've seen things like this happen. I was very, I, I talked about this before the show, but I was so surprised to see this happening because I thought that there was going to be, that mom was going to be the word because she's white. Yeah, but I, well, yeah, for sure. I, I, uh, I'm not convinced, and I think you'd agree on that too. I don't think they give a single shit about Justine Damon. And the, the one guy who was threatening, if you don't leave, we will put someone in in place of you or whatever he said we will do it uh that guy is philando castile's friend he's got a philando hat on this is about philando castile i'm not saying you have to care about one or the other but i'm yeah, just saying but at least at least you know at least they're not well i don't want to say at least they're not partaking in identity politics but it seems like less apparent you know he's saying you're black it doesn't matter because you're part of the system i have less of a problem with that than being like just replace him with a black person you know yeah, although I I interpret it to, I guess, I interpret it differently in that I just don't think there's any satisfying them. I don't know what you want. Presumably, I guess what they want, which they don't really make it clear. If they did, I at least missed it, is they want, I would assume they do want a black chief, but they want somebody with, I guess, no police experience because he's saying that police experience, at least in the Minneapolis system, is not acceptable. How are you going to be the police chief with no police experience? However, mm. they do have a point about police brutality clearly and the police not being trained well. Yeah. So we can get, we'll get into that in a second here. Um, my phone's going off. Sorry about that. I'll put that on silent. Whoever's texting me, stop it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the, then the protests resume here and they, they have a little bit more to say about what they're looking for from the police department. No longer will we pay you to kill us. No longer will we pay you to kill us. I understand that people are, 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 are in love with Arredondo, but those are people Those are people have, who have been paid off, who've been ineffective in our community. We are standing up because we are tired of them not letting us have what we want. All we ask for is some simple body cams, and they can't even turn them on after they wasted all of our tax dollars on them? What kind of shit is that? That's a pretty good point. I get the sentiment, but I think the phrasing was terrible. Because he yeah. said all we want is body cams that they wasted our tax dollars on. Well, that's not what he means, right? He doesn't mean that the body cams were a waste of tax money. At least I hope not. Because he's saying, we want you to have body cams. Well, he, but- said, he said that they don't turn them on, and that's why it was a waste. In this particular case, yeah. It apparently was a violation of, of whatever, their protocol not to have them running. or, or I, I don't know for sure, but that's what I'd read. In any case, yeah, you know, the they, Philando Castile, th- that was a hair trigger situation. Um, but at least he had what he thought was a visual threat. Like, as far as I can tell from reading about this story is he just was reacting to like a noise. That's all I've seen. But th- this is still under investigation, obviously. So shooting uh, at a noise, a police officer. Apparently. So you want to learn some more about the cop? Actually, I, kn- I know you've looked into the cop quite a bit, but this. Yeah. Yes, I have. Okay, you want to give me the rundown on the cop, and then I'll tell you what I know. Uh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so this Muhammad Noor, there's a big Somali community in Minneapolis. He is Somali. And um, the speculation, again, I'm going to qualify all of this as speculative 
uh, it's not that it's evidence free, I should say, but the investigation is ongoing and some of these things are subject to change potentially. So don't right. take it as rock solid fact. In any case, uh, the, the report out and the speculation is that this was a diversity hire. So no. what's, no. what's apparently in this report is uh, the city's affirmative action program requires it to give preferential treatment to minorities. Not only these hired, uh, not only those hired by the city, but contractors awarded contracts more than $100,000. Um, so the speculation is that there's this diversity hiring, this affirmative action policy. And part of that is Betsy Hodges, the mayor's uh, constant and persistent praise of Somalis being on the police force simply because they're Somalis, not because they're great qualified cops just because of the diversity of being a Somali. Um, She says, I want to take a moment to recognize officer Mohammed Noor, the newest Somali officer in the Minneapolis police department. Um, Officer Noor has been assigned to the fifth precinct where his arrival has been highly celebrated, particularly in the Somali community around uh, Carmel mall community even hosted a meet and greet. See pics. She has pictures of herself all hijabed up, you know, as you'd expect uh, a wonderful sign of building trust and community policing at work welcome officer nor and all the newest officers in the precinct assignments to our city so here's where it gets troublesome to me is it seems at some level at least she's very proud of the uh community policing efforts that this will bring or the the way it will be received by the community in much the same way the protesters or, or what they're protesting for that we want to see a reflection of ourselves in the police force and that appears to be at some level, the exact motive that we're seeing here. Um, and they're still mad. They're still mad. It should also be noted that Noor had three, uh, three complaints. This police officer had three complaints filed against him by citizens in the last two years. One is resolved. Two are still active. I, I've not seen information about what those complaints might actually be. Uh, and then uh, you, you, you can predict this stuff uh, very easily at this point, unfortunately. But Betsy Hodges takes to Facebook right after this whole thing uh, is is developing. Or so, so this is four days after the actual shooting. Uh, let me open this here because I want to read exactly what she said. She's going to warn us about what we really should be worried about in these situations: racism, bigotry, and Islamophobia. Betsy Hodges. Oh, says, that is out. To the Somali community. I want you to know that you are valued and appreciated part of Minneapolis. I stand with you and support you. The strength and beauty of the Somali and East African communities are a vital part of what makes Minneapolis so strong and beautiful. I'm grateful to be your neighbor. Uh, Somali police officer shot Justine Damon. I want to be very clear that Officer Noor was a fully trained officer in the Minneapolis Police Department. He won't be treated differently than any other officer. So she says. Uh, Justine's death is a tragedy for our city. We cannot compound that tragedy by turning to racism, xenophobia, and Islamophobia. It is unjust and ridiculous to assert that an entire community be held responsible for the actions of one person. That will not be tolerated in Minneapolis. If you are experiencing discrimination, you can file a complaint using the city's form. That's outlandish. What if it's a community that has the propensity to be more criminal than other communities? They, They just simply have more crime. I don't know that that's true or not of the Minneapolis. It is Somali, true. Hypothetically speaking, let's say that it is. Yeah. Uh, this idea that, that there's no differences ever observed. And again, you know, let and me what about clear, all not, the clitoral circumcision that's happening in Minneapolis too? Well, remember the, um, that the, doctor that was the arrested? famous case of the doctors arrested in Michigan, the children were actually 
transport it from Minnesota or specifically, I don't know if specifically Minneapolis, but Minnesota generally. So, um, yeah. But I all mean, cultures are beautiful, Skag. Right. We have, to, we have to do this routine of pretending there are no differences of any kind across cultures at all. We, we have to uphold we that. We don't have to do this routine anymore. You and I aren't doing it. A bunch of no, other people aren't doing it anymore. People are opting out of this. But it, it just goes to show that no matter how big of a fuck-up you can have and at the surface, at least right now, this looks like a pretty big fuck-up. Maybe it's not her reaction A, but reaction B or C for her is, is no, 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 there, racism might happen. Xenophobia might happen. What about the xenophobia of um, Australian immigrant lady? What about that xenophobia? <laughs> Wait, her xenophobia or her No, I just mean by... if that police officer wasn't so reactionary and killed oh, her. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, of course, I don't mean that he did it because she's Australian, but anytime that's the problem is we anytime we have different cultures mixing in an encounter like this, we just assume that it's that that's one of the causes for what happened. No one is going to convince me that disdain for Westernization from a Somali Muslim immigrant had nothing to do with this. I'm sorry. Uh, and I, this is unconfirmed. I only read it in one Daily Mail article and it was right before the show. I didn't see it anywhere else. But a woman filed charges against this police officer the day before this shooting for p- false imprisonment and assault. Uh, apparently, like mm-hmm. she called because there was somebody smoking marijuana behind her house and it turned into this thing where they like, wouldn't let her leave her house. They grabbed her wrists. They tried to subdue her, subdue her. Hmm. Um, okay. So it, it, this seems like cops, you know, they have a hair trigger. They're, uh, they, they're in over their heads. Um, and they don't really care. <laughs> you know, they, they don't care how they're seen by others. They're indiscriminately all, doing stuff like this all the time. It sounds like. All I will say is that in every other case, we, we, say wait for the facts right and that's true i mean i'm having a really hard time with this one waiting for the facts i gotta say like it seems very strange i just it just seems to me that someone would be that reactionary um but it's entirely and they were responding to a call and they knew that that you know where she was they were uh responding to a call about a a potentially violent crime so for all Mm -hmm. i mean to try to defend it maybe you think that the potential violent criminal is is doing something right next to your car or banging on your car or whatever the noise was uh you know that you're responding to what could be a violent crime scene and so there's bound to be some tension there on that basis alone but uh i don't know we'll have to wait till we see more to figure out exactly what happened here i i know that that we've got to wait but i am just incredibly skeptical that this is akin to the philando castile incident which was yeah yeah clearly like a hair trigger like sure I, I think there's definitely more to this and there's no so and all the facts as we understand them are according to this matthew harity this, this muhammad Noor is not speaking to invest he's not speaking to anybody right now as far as i understand he's basically just shut up um and uh and so every, the the cases we understand it is through this partner cop so uh, it's possible that there's conflicting takes on what happened or it's you know what would have prevented have, this What's that? Instituting my no Muhammad rule in the police force. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is you, your well, name Muhammad? You're barred from the police force. I'll I, Yeah. Well, you know my rule, which is um, you can't have two Muhammads. One is okay, but you can't be Muhammad Muhammad. Just that. Was that, it spelled the same way? I think so. Yeah. That's Clockboy's dad. <laughs> that's so stupid. Clockboy's Ahmed Muhammad and Clockboy's dad is Muhammad Muhammad. I think it's spelled the exact same way. Maybe not. You know, oh, I can't, okay. I can't be Matthew. If my last name was Matthew or Matthews, 
You can't name me Matthew. That's just silly. Sorry well, you could, the... but you'd get beat up your whole life and you would look stupid in every country you went to. Sorry to all the Matt Matthews out there. <laughs> email me if you are a Matt Matthew. I would like to <laughs> hear about your experience. Okay. Got a couple more things to get through before we call it uh, a night. We got three things, in fact. So, Oh, let me we'll catch get... up on, on the million super chats. We're sure. doing really well tonight. Thank you well, all thank so much for your donations. Yeah. Uh, Dave S. gave us $2. What's with the square head racism, Blonde? I'm not saying... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. I just, I just don't like the way the guy looks. I just, it's not, it's not a real reason not to like him. It's not yeah. fair. Uh, then we have Xenomancer, five dollars. Uh, hashtag free Godfrey. Yeah, he got kicked off Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. Master Trollman. Yeah, he's not coming he's back. Then. This appears to be permanent, or what? It's been like, I think like two weeks now. Hmm. What do you do? And about my, account, my account has been suspended before, and it, it's up in twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what he did, to be quite I honest with either. you. Huh. Uh, then we have Cindy Rochelle Higgins. Thank you very much. $10. The asset forfeiture BS has been going on for a long time. People have lost thousands and thousands of dollars just for carrying cash. No charge. It's just very rare to ever get it back. I should look into hmm. this because that sounds like something that would really piss me off. Yeah. Um, then we have Robert Stillman, $10. Thank you very much. Did RN assessment for MPLS uh, for public health class? Many... Um, Somali, many Somalis have PTSD from being in camps, war zones. I think Noor mm. had PTSD that caused him to fire when startled by the woman. Symptoms there. Uh, that's more generous than I'm willing to be. But if you have PTSD a, and you have a hair trigger, then you can't be a cop. It, sorry. And you you would think that that would be something known to the force. I mean, if that if that comes out, that is something that makes this more sensible to me. But at the same time, that shouldn't be surprising information to someone that you are putting forth as a police officer on behalf of the city and giving a weapon in order to enforce laws and such. They probably uh, can't ask them anything about their history. Yeah. That, uh, if that angle turns out to be true, so that would, that'll be really interesting to watch. Thank you for that. Uh, then we have squirrel night again. Thank you very much. 10 euro. My last 10 bucks tonight, uh, blonde. Seriously. I wouldn't be able to sleep unless Matt tries his luck with the word. I dropped that in the chat, by the way. Oh, okay. Let me please um, make it happen. Well, if I, if I look at it, it's going to, okay. Well, if I pop it up, it's going to mess up your video. So I'll do it just for a second. Uh, <laughs> Rin's flesh, Rin's fleischen Ung's Uber Wachung Gassets. That's my try. I know, right? You probably did better than I did. <laughs> uh, thank you for that donation. Sorry, neither of us could do that. Um, yeah. And we have $10 for mask. My mom, who is an officer, said that as said assets can, be, can only be seized if it's evidence or profits from a crime. That's civil seizures. There might be other kinds. She also said Matt has a good face for radio. Well, geez, that's not true. Matt's very handsome. Yeah. And he's not four foot eleven as I have previously claimed. Um, MH3D, five dollars. Don't deny the truth. Matt has been towing my father. Who is this person? And I don't know. Do That's a recurring him? chat meme. Um, then we yeah. have Ralph Rafael Salvador, two hundred and fifty Filipino dollars. I bet ten bucks that the black pink haired tranny from Evergreen State College would be the next Minneapolis chief of police, Matt <laughs> in liner, she asked. Tumblr Negan. Uh, yeah, that's Tumblr Negan from Evergreen. Get Tumblr Negan in there with the baseball bat. You won't have these problems. Uh, then we have Mr. Spock, $5. I was raised in Minnesota, most liberal state ever. Last time it went to Republicans for president, it was 1972 liberal chaos. 
Gee. Minnesota was actually pretty close for Trump this time around. I mean, you got the Twin Cities, which is which is uh, Hillary country, obviously. Bernie, to his point, Bernie did win Minnesota in the primaries this year, too. But Minnesota was one of those uh, states that was closer than expected. It's it's much like Washington or anywhere else, though, or Oregon and these states where they're, you know, democratic liberal states. Really, you're talking about a city, an urban center and everybody else. Yeah. Um, then we have Scott Malavi again. Thank you very much. Five dollars. Oliver did a piece on civil forfeiture. One of the few I agree with. Hmm. Uh, and then Let's last one, Dangerous Space is five dollars. As an Aussie, I wonder how much the shooting is being covered. It's daily news over here, especially with the whole Black Lives Matter narrative. Yeah, I bet. Interesting yeah, that yeah. Black Lives Matter has picked this up. Um, it's getting a fair. I mean, I've seen national coverage of this over the last week or so. I've so seen tons is, of coverage on it. Yeah, so it's getting a lot of play here too. I, but I haven't seen. I only saw coverage of the shooting itself. I didn't see national coverage of uh, the actual pro, like the shutting down of her, her uh, press conference until I looked it up. All right, we're good. Okay, I'm going to be quick with this one just because um, it's just it's just good news. It's just a bit of feel good news for you to to have uh, on a Sunday night or to start your week if you're listening to this later. Yvette Falarka. Uh, and I have the, the clip here just to remind you of who Yvette Falarka is. She is one of the leaders of this by any means necessary group in Berkeley, one of these anti-fascist, uh, ironically fascist groups that will try to shut you down for speaking ideas they don't like or for you know any kind of thought that, that deviates from the hive mind there in Berkeley. And um, I think uh, this interview on uh, local CBS... Why not be peaceful in um, in Berkeley Ugh. is it sums up her worldview pretty well. This is what I always use for her. Whoops. Turning the wrong things off and on here. There we go. Sums up her worldview uh, pretty well and explains to you who Yvette Falarka is about it. Why not Talking about you know, chant and, and, and hold your signs and things. But when you take the barricades and you destroy the building and when you set fires, isn't that counterproductive? You know, I think that the left has been far too timid for way too long. And it's why we've even gotten in this position where we even have someone like Donald Trump leading a fascist movement as the president of the United States. We need to make sure that we have more mass protests, more militant protests that are mass and militant. Mass and militant protests that are mass and militant. And the left got in this position because they haven't been proactive and violent enough. What a liar. Yeah. So you've seen her all over for the last year or so she's done tons of interviews she has been at a lot of these events this i don't know if if it's this specific piece of footage for which she's being charged but it's this event it's this event generally this is in sacramento in june of 2016 so a year and change ago and there's this at the capitol grounds there is this group meeting called the traditionalist workers party mm-hmm I don't know anything about them. The source I read said that they're a white nationalist group, that they're a neo-Nazi group. It's, I can't take that. So they're probably like right of center (laughs) that I can't take that label at face value anymore. Yeah. So they might be, they might be, I don't know as far, but you know, the Nazis get to March in Skokie. I I don't care if they're just there to demonstrate. I don't care what their worldview is, even if they are actual straight up Nazis, if they're just there to March and, you know, put their signs up. That's what the first amendment's all about. Yeah. The famous clip is Yvette Falarka. Uh, she's charged with assault for her actions at this event, possibly this particular exchange. Um, but th- this is sort of what was going on there in Sacramento in June 2016. Fascists! They're not going to have anything done to you! 
them, are they? Nazi come get the off our street. Get the fuck off our street. Get the fuck off our street. We don't have freedom of speech. Here you go, boy. Come here, Nazi. Get the fuck off our street. Get the fuck off our street. Piece of shit. you. Sir, please. I'm just here to protest. Please, and then the police finally intervene. Get out! Get back! Get back! Now, I had seen this clip previously. A lot of people have. Um, people who know who Yvette Falarka is probably have seen this clip before. Have you watched what actually happens to Yvette Falarka when the cops come in there? I think they just throw to the side. She gets wrecked. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see this. Well, I she's a tiny woman. She's like yeah. she's like barely five feet tall. She's highlighted here on the left side of the the video frame there. Now just watch this cop come in and just smash her. She gets knocked to the ground. Another one kind of pushes her all the way. She just the throws ground. her to the side. The old yeah. Goldilocks treatment. Yeah, and then she kind of pops back up and she gets one more little shove, and then she's out of there. But um. But man, I didn't realize that encounter with the police was quite that rough. That said, I don't feel sympathy for someone who is, uh, she's, she is assaulting a person. Now she's a little tiny feeble lady, so I doubt she's doing yeah, much damage. Yeah, if that damage, guy but, had clocked her in the face, I would have totally yeah. supported him. She's just but punching I, him in the stomach like this. I don't have a problem with the police breaking up violence in ways that get the job done, to be honest. I mean, it doesn't look great. But I'm not going to sympathize with Yvette Falarka either. You, if you want to stand up there and advocate and perpetuate violence, expect a little bit of force to stop you from that happening. And of course, she's fine. I don't think she was ever injured there. To um, to run through what what the facts are here, so she was taken into custody in South, in Southern California this week on felony assault charges and uh, misdemeanor charges of participating in a riot and inciting a riot. Uh, as I mentioned, the the people she was fighting are these traditionalist workers party people uh at least 10 of them or 10 people total suffered stab wounds and lacerations at this event so there was real violence going on also thousands of dollars in damage to capital grounds the reason this has taken so long you might wonder why is it a year and change later and we're just now getting to this california highway patrol spent eight months investigating this particular rally and its aftermath they did a 2000 page report that seems unnecessary well, I think they covered it all, man. They didn't leave. Uh, they didn't leave anything out. They sent that to the Sacramento County DA's office in March, and the DA has now pressed charges on the people uh, he wants to press charges to, or she. I don't know who the Sacramento County DA is. Remember, Yvette Falarka is a teacher at a middle school in uh, in Berkeley. The Berkeley Unified School District has said we're still gathering information. We have no comment at this time. Okay. Uh, BUSD, the school district, has received thousands of emails and a petition with over 10,000 signatures signatures calling for her firing. She has been on administrative leave from the Berkeley School District since September, apparently for soliciting students to participate in protests. There are court documents that show that. The reason there are court documents is because Yvette Falarka filed a civil lawsuit, a civil rights lawsuit against the school district for suspending her, but she dropped the lawsuit in May. I don't know what the nature of the suit was, but to me, civil rights implies that she thought she was being treated unjustly on account of her race or gender or both. Um, That's awfully silly. Get rid of her. Oh, boy. Whatever you think of Yvette Falarka, if you want to make the case that Yvette Falarka should be teaching young children, I would like to hear it. Anyone out there? (laughs) 
Anyone out there want to send them send their kid to Yvette Falarka's middle school class? <laughs> my head would explode if my kid came home and was and told me that they had been recruited or something like that. I, I would be yeah. irate. But I hope you got the fuzzies. That's all the that's all that's all there is on that good uh, that good piece of news this week. Maybe we should drop one of these topics. Uh, they're pretty. I think they're pretty quick. We can all right, let's 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 round it out then. Okay. Well, you're so eager to, to get out of here. Would you, would you? You said. Oh well, so do I. I'm the one who's drinking. But we'll, we'll get through them. Let's do. Uh, yeah, let's do these quick. Then we'll catch up on super chat. Then get out of here. Alrighty. YouTube creators for change. We have covered their past work, which included the refugee propaganda about the girl who just wants to come here to rap, and the. <laughs> Soccer playing chick who just wants to come here to play soccer and refugees pose no risk whatsoever. So you should let them all in. There was also the LGBT propaganda video for pride month where they all talked about how they're going to be who they want and you can't stop them, even though nobody's trying to stop them. And they've won every cultural battle up until this point. And I thought that battle was dead, but here we are. Got a lot of backlash for those. YouTube creators is back at it. As you sent to me with a new video that is, is what is it called? Um, who is no meet the YouTube creators for change. See a, a familiar face or two in here, but this is meet the YouTube creators for change. Them explaining who they are and what the project is about. Hey friends. What's up family? Morning guys. Let me get straight to the point here. Yeah? Meet the YouTube creators for change. 39 global creators representing nine countries. We're more than just style vloggers and comedians. We're using our voices for social change. Oh. Inspired by Puke. hope, empowered by YouTube, we speak our truth against intolerance, hate, and extremism. I know that it's scary, but we have to have these hard conversations because that's the oh. only way that people are going to learn and grow. And the first place that it starts is in your community. We're sharing our culture, How representing our communities, and opening... Franny condescending? How many kidding? hijabs do I have to see in 1.34... Let's... Get through this. There's going to be direct discussion of hijabs in a second. Minds one video at a time. The Muslim woman scene right now is popping. This much like innovation and activism taking place amongst Muslim women right now. That's something that we should absolutely empower and support yeah. every possible way that we can. So we the Muslim woman scene is popping right now. Really? What does that even mean? And I, I would love to see her go to a number of Muslim nations dressed like that. She yes. would immediately be killed. There might be some popping. Uh, it would be gunfire <laughs> to her head, presumably, yeah. in that situation. We can create allies and promote our messages of positivity. About a year ago, I was working on a project to help young kids stay away from terrorism. YouTube and Google together signed me as their ambassador. I hope that that will inspire others because that was probably one of the best things that has ever happened to me. And it's been amazing. We're stepping out of the screen to get involved and connecting with a global audience millions strong. Me being a Pakistani Muslim myself, I can relate to it quite a lot. So the stuff he says, it's quite, it's personal as well. Every one of us has a voice. How will you Does use yours? Does every one of us have a voice in YouTube creators for change? Yeah, if you live in the West, you have a voice because <laughs> of Western civilization. And then you're going to try to bring this to the United States. <laughs> well, I love this. The implication no, there is that, oh, we have all these diverse voices. No. Superficially, you all have the same believe our believe our nonsense or get out and be a right, hater right, right. attitude. And, yeah, and um, the only reason they can do any of this anyways because they have the freedom of thought 
in in Western civilization. It, it is asinine that they can take the stance and talk about being Muslim in Pakistan and, and Iraq <laughs> and act like they would have the same treatment over there. Yeah. Uh, but as always, we can seek refuge in the like to dislike ratio. This was a few hours ago going on 20K down and only about 1.5K up on about 90,000 views. Now, mind you, this is on YouTube's Spotlight channel of 25 million subscriptions. I Even do if, not believe that they have 25 million subscriptions. I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is if you have 25 million subscriptions and you're getting 90,000 views over the course of several days, that's really bad. Even if the the, the votes are positive, if the likes are. Uh, I have 70,000 subscribers and my video on Mizzou is 150,000 views. Yeah, so that should give you some perspective. Yeah. It's, that's uh, outrageous. 80,000 views. Don't get me wrong. That's good. But um, that's that's not... For a channel with 25 million subscribers, it's, that is it's half. And I, now that I think about that, that's half a PewDiePie. That, yeah. There's, you're right. There's no way that's there's real. No there's way. no way that's half a PewDiePie. Even if a fraction of people watch that video, um, I mean, and that also means that, what, a third of people that watched the video liked or disliked, that's also very high. Hmm. That's a suspicious dislike ratio. Yeah, well... The, there's all kinds of suspicious stuff about this. I was talking about it in the intro, but the thing that bugs me most about this is, well, one, there's nothing creators like you or I or anybody who differs from this company line can ever do to get a feature that prominent. They'll, they'll never do it. You have to fit the ideological mold or you're nev you'll never get promo like that. But two, as we said, YouTube is is struggling with revenue. It's struggling to become profitable. It's got a lot of data to manage and, and high well, this costs is a great idea then. Yeah, and and they can't and ads are back in the toilet for me. Like they they can't court advertisers. They're having trouble with the, with maintaining their ad revenue and maintaining the revenue but streams. Isn't it disconcerting to you that they're doubling down after that more? What was it? More than a refugee, and then they had the pride one. Yeah. Wasn't there another one too? I mean, these videos are getting slammed. It is just fodder for the right. I mean, yeah. Everybody made a response video to these videos and that they're still doing it. They think that they this is still the way. Like they're not it doesn't seem like our input really matters to them. They're still going to forge yeah. ahead. And there's money being put into it. It's 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 an exclusive club obviously, but there's money behind it too. To make the the videos have high production value. They look good. They yeah. sound good. They're shot in well-lit environments and studio spaces. There's money behind them. So YouTube's got money somewhere to put to this, but they don't have money for uh, X, Y, and Z. Maybe in terms it's Soros of, money. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Money is a very weird situation in this particular project, but how long do you think they'll keep going with it? Who knows? I'm amazed they've made it this far with these propaganda pieces. Okay. <sighs> I am I am struggling and having to pee too. So um so let's hustle through this last topic, and uh, <laughs> I could, geez, you look stressed. Okay, do you want to deliver the facts on these? Or you want me to go through it? Go nuts. Okay, so uh, well, let's see if we can get the article up here. Hold on. Whenever it loads in, maybe someday. Uh, anyway. So let's get this. Uh, no, I guess not. I guess I'm not going to be able to do the article. That's okay. All right. Had, that's okay. I had the article up prepped to go, but we won't worry about it. So the story is there's this semi-trailer in San Antonio in this Walmart parking lot. And late last night, just Saturday night in San Antonio, this distraught kind of, uh, how was it described in the story here? It was... Um, A disoriented, yeah. thirsty... Guy. Yes. Disoriented, thirsty guy goes into Walmart 
and asks for help and gets some help in the store. And then the employee learns from this person that, um, that, that there are people in a trailer outside. So they call the cops. The cops come and they bust this trailer open. There's apparently up to or over 100 people. 100 people, yeah. In this baking uh, and eight this, of them are dead. I mean, yes. okay. So what I don't understand about the, the story is that they were able to get out of the trailer. Why didn't they just get out of the trailer? If people are dying? Well, only one, only one was. Th- that is a good question though. How did he, because I, I read in the report that the, the trailer was locked when the police arrived and they had to bust it open. So that would be the question. How did the one person get out? It's hmm. a real bummer. In any case, yeah, there's a trailer full of, Illegal immigrants from Mexico outside. How'd that happen? Did somebody get paid off or are they not looking in the back of trucks? What's going on here? That's what's a weird. Semi so truck? Eight, eight dead. 17 more are hospitalized with life-threatening injuries. 13 more with non-life-threatening injuries. Most in, inside the trailer appeared to be 20 uh, adults in their 20s or 30s. There were two school-aged children involved. Survivors told authorities they were from Mexico. Though it's unclear, I haven't seen any confirmation that that this truck did in fact cross the border in that state. But that's my question: If that happened, how the hell does that happen? I know. I Even from an immigration perspective, that just the human really trafficking, humanitarian yeah. angle of it. Like, how how are we allowing just human trafficking across the border in a semi, and then allowing them quite literally to bake to death? And the, the truck driver was arrested, I should say, as well. Yeah, as he should be. So, um, that is pretty much all that is. On, that's on, that's on pretty that much story. all there is. Watch, watch that story though. Cause that is some, <laughs> just, how is this a thing? How is, how does this happen? That's kind of the category I filed this under. That's sort of an unbelievable, unbelievable story, but, but here we are. Um, all right, let's go through these super chats. Sure. Viking insane $5. How long before Germany, France, Sweden, Belgium, and act Sharia? I give it 20 years tops. Marxist left leftists invite the death of Western civilization. I couldn't agree more. I have a video about that. Um, what will it take? Or is that what it's called? I can't even remember. Um, what will it take yeah, for Europeans of pushback? Um, yeah. then we have squirrel night again. Thank you very much. 20 Euro. He said, Thanks. Made my day. By the way, please take turns answering the super chat. Makes it easier to address you personally. I enjoy this form of supporting my favorite creators way more than subscription-based shit. I, it's only it's just easier for me to do it. Sorry, yeah. guys. We do we, we do what we can, but you know, I I have to do all the production end of it, and so it's easier. I gotta help for, out where I can because yeah, of my small league. It's easier right? to to uh, divide the labor that way. Sorry. Uh, Josh D. Marshall just came through five dollars. You guys look like you're about to burst. I am, and then he also <laughs> said five more dollars. Right yeah. Yvette punching that man is like a little kid trying to beat up a high schooler. Yeah, it looks hilarious. She's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, then we have Starscream, two dollars, two bucks for urinary catheters for both of you. <laughs> Rafael Salvador, um, if she's Filipina, then I'm calling President Duterte. <clears throat> I can't say the president's name. Duterte? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, do you have her killed? I'm super embarrassed for being Filipino right now due to her. Yvette Flarco, oh. I didn't even realize she was Filipino. But, um, Dave S, two dollars, traditionalist, workers' party, faith, family, and Folk, I guess, is their motto. I, I did not know that. It does sound have... Hitlery on the surface, but I have to investigate. <laughs> uh, then we have yeah. gold, gold, five dollars. Breaking news: Yvette Falarka just received professorship at Evergreen. Oh yeah, um, yeah, I bet. Actually, that's uh, yeah, really. Uh, wouldn't be surprised. Robert Robert Stillman, ten dollars. Thanks for reading my post about Nor having PTSD. I know more than I can about my RN assessment. Um, hmm. Of Little Mogadishu and conversations with Minneapolis PD. Want to bet I'm right? Yeah, yeah, we'll have um, to watch that. 
Thank Viking you insane, two dollars. Justin Trudeau wants to Islamize Canada. That's a shame, indeed. Selrin, ten dollars. Uh, in Armored Skeptic's latest video, he covers a podcast Franny did where she basically says she's better than YouTubers. You should check it out just to see how condescending she really is. Um, I'll watch oh, that. All right. Is that Francesca or who? Yeah. Oh. Francesca. It's Armored Skeptics video. And then we have yeah. Stan, $5. Francesca, we have to put these conversations while shutting down all conversations that oppose, oppose her points. That's exactly. true. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. And so. then we have Starscream, $2. Diverse. Is there one Israeli or one conservative? And that's yeah, all. That's We're closed out. Fair point. Now, fair point. For the love of God, close okay, out. Okay. I'll hurry. Jeez. I'll hurry. Okay. So I'll put the outro music, get that going, because Blonde has to pee. I have to pee too. I'm just trying to hide it. So. <laughs> People feel like we're giving them the full time that they bargained for. Anyway, we do appreciate all you super chatters supporting the show, keeping us afloat. Uh, we appreciate all our live viewers, our live chatters, all the shit posting going on, keeping us honest. Appreciate you guys. If you're listening on YouTube later or on an audio platform later on demand, we thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. There is more material of this show on those audio platforms. You want to listen to the call-in show that we do on Wednesdays. If you want to listen to some extra interviews that we've done on other channels, those sorts of things, you can find them on the audio platforms. iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you find your podcasts, you can find us. You can email us too. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. We will be back next Sunday if Blonde doesn't burst by then because if it's Sunday, sorry Chuck Todd, it ain't meet the press. It is Beauty and the Beta. This pee is going to feel great. Thanks, guys. Bye. She already left, but I'm still here. I'm waiting it out. <laughs>